The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> How are you, folks? Hope you're all keeping the best out there in podcast land, wherever you're tuning into this right now. I hope the world finds you safe and well. Yes, uh, as you can imagine, another week's rolled round, and we have another wealth of bagpiping news and views to bring you on this week's podcast. We've got a lot to talk about, folks. If anything, we've got a lot to look forward to as well. So we'll get into it, of course. But let's get through the domestic, shall we? The usual introductions and such. If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. Uh, we have a huge back catalogue now for you to go and check out. Well over 200 episodes uh, which covering everything in the bagpiping world. I think there's nothing we haven't covered at this point. Uh, but, you know... So much stuff back there for you guys to check out. Just go and have a look at it at your leisure. So many episodes. And, uh, yeah, we're going to continue on, of course. And also, if you would like to help support the show, then you can do. Like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. Yes, so you can go and check us out. The Big Rab Show over there on Patreon. We've got tons of great stuff up there on Patreon for you to check out. As well as, uh, well, just this past week, actually, uh, we uploaded another episode of Big Rab Show Plus. Mm. Yeah, so get to hear what's happening behind the curtains here at the Big Rab Show team and all sorts of goodness there on the Big Rab Show Plus. Mm. And that's exclusive for Patreon subs. And if anything, there's a lot of stuff back there that's exclusive to Patreon subscribers. So if you do want to help support us, then that's where you go. Go along to Patreon, click on support and yeah, get your mitts on tons and tons of extra stuff. There you go. Now, also, don't forget our ongoing promotions, of course, with the Piper's Dojo. We still have that ongoing. You guys really seem to be enjoying it, actually, and a lot of folks are taking advantage of it at the moment, so which is brilliant to see. Uh, so go along to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo, where you can take a 30-day test drive for just $1. It costs you $1 to sign up and everything. So they can verify that you're an actual real person and not a robot. Uh, so, yeah, and then 30 days, they drop the paywall on absolutely everything. So you'll get access to live lessons, one-to-ones, all your Facebook groups and just everything. There's so much stuff there on the Piper's Dojo or Dojo U that, I, I don't know, there's more than you can shake a drumstick at, let's say that. So, yeah, if you're interested in Lift the Chanter for the first time, or maybe you're even an advanced player and, you know, looking for some tips and stuff for Peabrook playing and advanced MSR phrasing, then that's where you go. So, why not? Try it out for 30 days, and, you know, after 30 days, if it's not for you, then what have you lost, really? You've lost some time, and you've you've lost a dollar, but, yeah, if you end up keeping it on, then, hey... The world's your oyster. You've already started your journey. 30 days in and you'll notice an improvement in your plan, I dare say. So, there you go. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash dojo. Definitely go and give that a look. Also, we do have our free Learn to Tune Your Bagpipes Like a World Champion. That's up there as well. So, definitely consider going to give that a bit of a look. See as well. Yeah, all worth checking out. All on TheBigRabShow.com. You can have a look and on the dojo uh, promotions. I think that's a wee tab we have for it now. 
There you go. Also, shout out to everyone who's been buying Big Rab Show merch. Now, I have to say, the volume of orders that are coming in at the moment is quite insane. We are doing what we can. Uh, This obviously must be the Christmas rush coming in now. So everyone furiously buying their Christmas gifts uh, for Christmas coming up. So, yes, everyone... We will do what we can to get your orders in the meal and with you before the big day. Uh, but, yeah, we will have a certain cutoff, which I think is the end of next week, actually. So if you do want to get your orders in and have your Rab Show merch under the tree, then get your orders in as soon as you can so we can guarantee delivery uh, for the big day of Crimbo. There you go. BigRabShow.com forward slash shop. There you go. Go and check out all the sweet, sweet Rab Show merch. All right. Moving on, listener mail this week has been painfully quiet. We have had zero listener mail this week, which is really quite disturbing. Uh, If anything, we had a few comments and such about last week's podcast, which a lot of people really seem to enjoy. So thank you, everyone. Uh, Really, really enjoying the music and the interviews with Chris Gray. So thank you. And again, a special word of thanks to Chris for taking time to chat to us. If you haven't caught that interview from last week's podcast, Go back and listen to it. There's some amazing thumping tunes on there. And a lot of folks really seem to enjoy Chris's music. And yeah, you should really go and check out his website and stuff. And definitely pick up a copy of his album. Well worth picking up. And uh, yeah, if last week's interview gave you a little bit of an indication as to the quality of the music that you're going to get, then... Yeah, we hope that gives you a clue. There you go. So, yes, so if you would like to get us uh, some emails in at all, that would be lovely. Uh, you can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. But I do know everyone's kind of frantically uh, preparing for the holiday season, so perhaps that was it. Plus, it was Thanksgiving weekend as well. Yeah, so happy Thanksgiving to all of our United States listeners, and apologies I didn't actually bring that to last week's pod. Yeah, we got buried in with uh, piping news and stuff, and yeah, we just kind of forgot. So apologies. So, But happy Thanksgiving to all of our United States friends. I uh, hope you all had a massive big feed. And uh, yeah, I think looking at the photos and stuff I've seen online, the amount of food that was at was just epic. And I have to say, it kind of made me want to go back to the US because I'm finding that the food over there in the United States is incredible. Whereas the food over here in the UK is just meh. That's <laughs> the word I'll use to describe it. Oh, I'm, I, I am so badly missing waffles. I, I, I just, I don't have words to say. I miss waffles. Anyway, take me back to the US where the food is so much better. Anyway, I'm rambling now. But yeah, happy Thanksgiving to all of our good American friends. Hope you had a good one. All right. Now, each and every episode, we have listener mail to kick things off. But we also have our brand new section, which was not really so new now. We've been running this for a while. Of course, I'm talking about Weekly Drone. Now, don't forget, guys, about Weekly Drone. We're coming into the holiday season, but that doesn't mean that you guys have nothing to complain about. If anything, we should have quite a lot to complain about this past while, and we'll talk about that in the piping news. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to check out our website, thebigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone, where you can send us in your stories, warts and all, Completely anonymous. There's no names, there's no emails, there's no band, there's no geographical location. There's nothing to identify who you are. As long as your story is about the piping world or the podcast or anything in relation to piping at all, then we will bring it here to the podcast. So definitely consider contributing to our weekly drone and we'll bring it to the show. Well, what's this week's weekly drone, Rab? Well, 
Let's bring Aaron in. Aaron, what's this week's weekly drone? The weekly drone. Annoying weekly droners. First off, a hearty cheers to Big Rab and the team. Across the globe, one peculiar tribe has been lost without the 2020 season. Trapped in a purgatory of Zoom-interfaced chanter practices and uninspiring online competitions, pipers and drummers have desperately clung to the Big Rab show for some glimmer of hope. Like the FDR fireside chats of the Great Depression, the Big Rab show offers a lifeline particularly to those of us who have exhausted our civilian life partners, workmates and disinterested friends with psychotic, incessant pipe band talk. To this end, I fully appreciate the utility of the new weekly drone segment. But I also believe weekly droners need a gut check. This brings me to my weekly drone. Pissy sounding weekly droners. As an example, last week, a pissy-sounding weekly droner, let's call them pisswads for short, offered a truly enraging technical analysis of classic tunebook settings. While I will not rehash the nagging details of the pisswads assessment, needless to say, this pisswad comes to a very predictable conclusion that classic settings have limitations as it relates to current interpretation. Earth-shattering for sure. To this pisswad, I say tunes should be understood well enough so nuance and style may be adjusted easily. If you cannot accomplish this, then you shouldn't be teaching piping. Also on this occasion, a remark was made relating to Rab's, let's say, thorough presentation style. Regarding this comment, if you think Rab is windy, listen to something else. Or fast forward. Or better yet, it's covid No one is doing anything anyway. Maybe listen through and try to learn something. Now, the irony is not lost on myself. I realise my submission is a bit crabby-rabby. Certainly in line with the cathartic intent of the weekly drone. However, I find it an opportunity to weigh in and try to counterbalance the occasional irritating commentary that can sometimes consume pipe band chatter. With any luck, and perhaps some help from the Almighty, we'll be back at the tables and on the grass in 2021. When that time comes, I pray we can tackle new music and challenge ourselves with open minds and a renewed energy for this thing. The Weekly Drone Well, thank you, Weekly Droner, whoever you are. Some strong opinions there. And if anything, that's what we're finding with Weekly Drone, that it seems to draw really strong opinions from polar opposites and around the piping world, I suppose. Um, Yeah, we presented that, of course, warts and all, and that is the thoughts of this week's Weekly Droner. And I I have to reinforce that's not the thoughts of ourselves here in the Rab Show. You know, we do want to encourage debate and... uh, Yeah, I think that's exactly what this weekly droner is doing. Uh, So, yes, I do know that people have kind of clung on to 
ourselves at the Big Rab Show podcast as we are doing our best to keep the piping world engaged together and talking about our music still, even though it isn't happening as frequent and as often as we would like, you know, both the same thing. Um, but yeah, don't cling to us. <laughs> is the word I would say, is podcasts can only do so much, uh, but encouraging you to play and to engage with your bandmates, but there's a lot of it on yourself. You have to kind of be active in your own playing, I suppose. So, yeah, but thank you for your very kind words. Ourselves in the Rab Show team, we do work hard at what we do, and uh, yes, we do understand that our podcast may not be for everyone, and uh, if that is the case, then you are quite entitled to go and listen to something else. You're quite right. And there are other podcasts out there that may be for you. I have to say, if you're interested in pipe band-based podcasts, we do have, uh, yeah, our good friends there with Chanter Rant, of course. Hashtag one of the six. Couldn't remember the hashtag there. So, yeah, there's them. There's the Lady Pipers podcast as well. There's the Up to the Line pipe band podcast. And there's also the Premier Pipe Band Podcast, which is the Pod Band Pipecast. We'll talk more about that as well. But yeah, there's a world of Pipe Band Podcasts out there, aside from ourselves now. And uh, yeah, definitely go and check them out if we are not your cup of tea. However, uh, we may well be the cup of tea of quite a lot of you guys listening at the moment. Uh, So thank you to everyone who's been tuning in, contributing, and uh, to our weekly droner there. Thank you very much. And so yes, if you would like to possibly submit a rebuttal... um, yeah, you can go and check out Weekly Drone on our website. <laughs> I think we're going to start an argument here. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. There you go. Now, I have to tell you, full disclosure, uh, we will not be accepting Weekly Drones over the holiday season. So over Christmas week and New Year's, uh, we won't have any Weekly Drone segment over those two weeks. But rest assured, any Weekly Drone submitted through the website at any time, 24-7, will make the podcast eventually. They just will not be broadcast over the holiday season. So just to let you know. Okay. All right. So that's Weekly Drone for this week. Uh Kind of controversial, a little bit strong, but hey, that's Weekly Drone for you. And thank you to Aaron for recording that for us. Aaron, uh, honestly, is such a huge part of the show. Uh, You know, he's forever working in the the back room of the Big Rab Show team. And it's just honestly an honour to have him read our Weekly Drone for us every week. So everyone's been asking, who is that? Who is our Weekly Drone voice? And that's who that is. It's Aaron McElwain. So there you go. I thought you guys should know who Aaron is by now. You know, he's done a few Fuse FM radio shows for us already. And he's been on plenty of Big Rab Show appearances when the team get together. You know, whenever we do like the Beer Tent event or episode 200 and stuff. Yeah, Aaron's quite involved in the Rab Show team. So there you go. Shout out to Aaron, the voice of the weekly drone. All right, let's get into some actual news then, shall we? Well, first of all, the biggest news to drop this week has to be this upcoming weekend, Saturday 5th of December. 7pm UK time, we have an online piping recital challenge from the guys at the Up To The Line Pipe Band podcast. Now, if you guys have not got tickets for this yet, you're really going to miss out. This event is going to be off the chain. Now, the reason why I'm so excited about this is, well, number one, when you look at the lineup, you have Scott Wallace, Ross Miller, John Dew, and Enora Morris. Four of the top bagpipers 
at the forefront of competitive piping, and but also in creative and folk music piping as well. These guys are simply incredible, and what the guys at Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast are doing is also really, really interesting. They're giving them a 20-minute spot to do what they want, and that's what makes this so unique. Uh, because, you know, we could hear all sorts of incredible creations coming from Ross Miller, John Jew, Enora Morris even, and Scott Wallace, of course, as well. Like, these guys could decide to play a 20-minute Peabrook, but... Let's face it, do we think that a 20-minute Peabrook will win this? It's hard to know. The competition itself will be judged by Alan Tully, of course, of St. Lawrence Tool, and also the legend that is Bob Worrell. Yes, this competition will be judged and there will be a cash prize. So if you want to tune in and catch all the action and see exactly what these guys manage to do with their 20-minute spot, then you're going to have to get tickets for this. Go along to Bagpipe Specialists and uh, back to Bowie Bagpipe Specialists to give us a full title and go and grab tickets for this. For more information, of course, go to the Up to the Line Pipe Band Podcast Facebook page and they have it on their Twitter and all that. It's all over social media at the moment. So honestly... I, I cannot wait for this. And yeah, 7 p.m. on Saturday can't come quick enough. I'll be tuning into this and just waiting until the video goes live. I'm so excited for this. So to catch the action from Scott Wallace, Ross Miller, John Jew and Nora Morris, these guys are going to melt your face and tr- in the attempt of <laughs> trying to win some cash ahead of the holidays. I'm dead excited for this. I have to say a huge congratulations, actually, to the guys up to the line uh, podcast because... Yeah, this event honestly would not have been easy to arrange. Pulling such big names together. Uh, oh, so, so exciting, man. And I, I don't know. Yeah, that exciting. So go along, up to the line on social media, grab your tickets for this. Tickets actually are £7.50. Which, uh, you know, that's UK money, so you can do the conversion if wherever you're living right now. Um, but honestly, that is cheap at two or three times the price you know, seriously. Uh, so, yeah, what you're getting, you're getting some serious bang for your buck there. That's going to be all sorts of awesome. So I hope you guys are going to be tuning into that on Saturday, yeah, 5th, and that's at 7 p.m. So depending on when you're listening to this, you may still have time to get your tickets or it may be behind you and you've missed it. <laughs> I think for all intents and purposes, it's live only. I think you only get one chance to see it. I think once it goes live, you have 24 hours to be able to watch it. I think that's how it works. And then after that, if you are a supporter of the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast on Patreon, uh, you will have replay ability to be able to go back and watch it again if you're a Patreon subscriber. So fantastic stuff by the Up to the Line pod. Fantastic. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Tie me down. Tie me down. All right. Speaking of exciting announcements, by the way, another one just dropped today, the 2nd of December, as I'm recording this. Yeah. The Celtic Connections Festival 2021 made a huge announcement. They give us the dates for this incoming festival. Now, a lot of people had doubts about this. Celtic Connections, as you guys know, is a huge Celtic and folk music festival held in Glasgow, Scotland every year around January and February time. And of course, thank you to the global pandemic, we weren't sure if this was actually going to go ahead. Well, the guys at the Celtic Connections team have been furiously busy behind the scenes and they have now confirmed that this will all be happening online, which is just epic. So you'll be able to purchase tickets and view gigs and stuff in the comfort of your own home. And looking at the lineup here, far be it for me to read a hashtag list, but seriously, 
like seriously like there's bands like Noss in here there's Bray Brack there's oh, come on I'm going to start naming names and people are going to get angry just go to the website read the list of artists that are lined up to be at this year's Celtic Connections it's insane now one th- such thing for ourselves as uh, piping and drumming fans we're waiting on the announcement of which pipe band will be part of this Pipe bands will be something different because obviously Celtic and folk music is something that you can, you know, you can do in a socially distant way. You can record it in separate locations and then mix together for a video or something like that. But hmm, for an actual pipe band to do something together will be quite difficult. So we are waiting on a pipe band announcement. We are aware of other bands who've done it in the past, such as Inverary, we have Boghall, I think Fife Polis did it as well. So... You know, we've had a load of great grade one pipe bands being involved in Celtic Connections and we do hope that 2021 will be no different. So we're waiting to see what the band will be. Uh, But yeah, watch this space. But for those Celtic and folk music fans, honestly, this is the festival to get to and we're so happy to see that they're able to keep the wheels turning and open the doors on Celtic Connections 2021. So for those interested, the huge announcement, of course, reached their YouTube channel and their official website, CelticConnections.com, I think it is. And uh, yeah, you can see the full listings there of all the artists. I, I'm not going to read it because you're, you're going to hate me for reading lists. But uh, oh, I, yeah, I'm going to have like a few a few uh, days trying to plan my way around this festival to be able to catch the shows I want to see. For the dates for your calendar, for those interested, it kicks off on the 15th of January and lasts all the way through to the 2nd of February. So yeah, you've got a, quite a few weeks there of blistering music to carry you through the beginning of 2021 all sorts of exciting so that's Celtic Connections about to open its doors uh, online I suppose it'll be a different festival you'll not have the same atmosphere you'll not be able to hang out at the festival you know talk about music and drink pints and all the rest you know it'll be a very different festival I feel but the music will still be there so I hope you guys can get involved in that go and pick up tickets and go and enjoy alright so that's in front of us Ah, right. Talking about podcasts and stuff, and the guys at Up to the Line, actually, they had released another episode of their podcast just this past week where they interviewed John Jew. Yeah, and it's a cracking episode. I think it's episode seven. Uh, so, well, worth checking out. Shout out to the guys at Up to the Line. Episode seven! Absolutely brilliant. It was great to have the guys back together again. Absolutely brilliant. So, speaking of podcasts, <clears throat> the premiere. Pipe Band Podcast. The Pod Band Pipecast, in fact, they've celebrated a year. Yes, episode 52 dropped just yesterday, in fact, or it was the day before, something like that. Uh, but yeah, over this past couple of days, the Pod Band Pipecast released episode 52, and ourselves in the Big Rab Show want to wish them a very happy birthday. One year old today, 52 episodes in. Now, I have to have full disclosure here. I haven't listened to all 52 episodes. That's by way of full disclosure. I did listen to the entire episode, though, episode 52, because, come on, you know, a year in the podcasting business is something to celebrate. So the guys of the Podband Pipecast celebrated this by having a quiz. And the quiz was called, um, actually... And it would take too long to explain, basically. Uh, but Kevin Conquest was on there. He was an independent adjudicator, I suppose, awarding people points for the answers to their questions. And um, there was one thing, honestly, that had me completely horrified. 
someone give an answer to the question saying that world champions from 2019 Inverarian District Pipe Band were from Northern Ireland. When I heard this, my mouth hit the floor, and thankfully they were very quickly corrected and said, no, they're not from Northern Ireland, they're from Scotland. So I was really quite shocked at that, and then quite interested to listen back over their back catalogue. With 52 episodes now in the can, the guys at the Podband Pipecast are continuing to churn out the episodes, and uh, I will be now delving through their back catalogue and... Yeah, I'm looking forward to any other kind of piping goodness that's in there. I do see that they have quite a number of episodes with a lot of people that I don't know uh, from, you know, the Waspaba Association, I think. Uh, so I'll be definitely be checking those out. And um, yeah, yeah, quite a lot of interesting titles and, you know, the thumbnails look kind of clickbaity. So they're interesting. They're interesting. So, But I honestly will hold my hands up. I haven't really listened to all 52 episodes of the Podband Pipecast. I haven't done it. And I will, I will, I will make it my job over this next two, three weeks. I will go back and I will listen to the Podband Pipecast and um, I will bring you my conclusions of what I've discovered so far. But uh, listening to episode 52, um, happy birthday, guys. 52 episodes, you know, it's not easy. You know, we've been there now. We've been a year, (laughs) more than a year at this now. 52 episodes, not to be sneezed at. That's a year's worth of episodes. So congratulations to the Podman Pipecast. And uh, yeah, here's to another 52. Excellent stuff. All right. Moving swiftly on. I want to give a special mention this week to Ali Lavac. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning Ali again on the show is because Ali has been incredibly busy. For those of you who know who Ali is, of course, he's a blistering bagpiper and whistle player of note, as well as a composer, writer, a performer. Yeah, he would just play some blistering tunes and melt your face. Ali's absolutely insane. If you haven't listened to any of Ali's music, then you're really missing a trick. So I thought on this week's episode, we would bring you Ali's special announcement. Ali took some time, actually, to record a very special announcement video. And uh, I'll let Ali tell you all about his incredible new album. Sorry, I'm just going to spoil your view there just for two seconds. Uh, My name's Ali Lovac, and I'm just making this wee short video um to tell you about my new ep which just came out today and it's called my notes volume one um and if you head on over to my website at www.alilevac.com you can get your copy now uh, and via my website is the only place that you're going to be able to purchase a copy as um it won't be available on spotify or itunes and apple music and stuff for a good wee while so www.alilevac.com A nice little introduction to my notes, volume one. But um, let's say that Ali is not a natural in front of the camera because he, he did add these little outtakes. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Um, my name's Ali Lavac. <laughs> and tell you about uh, something. Oh. <laughs> uh, and tell you something. Uh, <laughs> Sick. 
yeah, this is an old house just uh, at the top of the hill called uh, Foxfields, I think. So I'll turn it around here. Oh, f <laughs> yeah, um, sometimes this presenting business is not for everyone and it's not the easiest either. So shout out to Ali. That really gave me a giggle, mate, and fantastic stuff. And yeah, so my notes, volume one. Now, what makes this interesting is, like he just said, the only place you can get this right now is through his website. So like I said, AliLevac.com. Go and have a look at it. That's the only place you can get it. So for those of you out there expecting it to drop on Apple Music or iTunes, Spotify, you know, Google Play, all that sort of stuff, it's not going to be there uh, for quite a number of months, actually. So, yeah, if you want to get your hands on Ali's latest EP, My Notes Volume 1, go to his website, pick it up, and avoid disappointment. He's also had other announcements as well, where he is actually giving framed handwritten tunes um, commissioned by you. So if you want to have a tune written for you by Ali, then that can also be accomplished as well. I think it's 150 quid per tune, which may sound a little bit steep, but honestly, what you're getting is you're getting a top quality, <laughs> honestly, by one of the best in the world. It's insane. Written completely unique to you with your own chosen title and he'll also handwrite it and stick it in a frame for you so you can have it on your wall at home so yeah plus i'll also think you get a recording of ali actually performing it as well so there you are what's not to love about that so if you do want to have your own private tune commission that's available as well and uh so yeah go and check out ali levac's website for the brand new ep my notes volume one plus if you want to have a tune commission as well awesome stuff there you go thank you ali okay so exciting new music in front of us but also i have to give a shout this week to the british drum co the British Drum Co. Now, this past while, the British Drum Co. have been running an online competition, which is basically like a prize draw for an axial snare drum. Now, this thing, this thing was an absolute thing of beauty, and I have been slobbering over this drum now for what seems to be weeks. Ever since they launched this competition, oh, this drum is incredible. So, yes, of course, I entered... I put my email address down saying, please, 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 I want to win this. The drum is an absolute dream. Uh, I think the problem is, though, if I did win this drum, I wouldn't play it. I would just set it somewhere and polish it every now and again and display it because it's so beautiful. I'd be scared to hit it with a drumstick because, it, honestly, it's so, so gorgeous. So, yes, the British Drum Co., shout out to them. Their promotion was incredible. And, yes, congratulations to Adrienne Smith. There you are. Congratulations. The winner of the actual snare drum. And uh, yeah, I have to say I'm a little gutted. <laughs> but I'm sure many, many thousands of people entered for that competition. So congratulations. There you are. Uh, so, But also, then, I have to give a shout to the British Drum Co. as well for their brand new merchandise line. Have you seen this? Yeah, so for those of you who are fans of Iron Maiden, but also if you're fans of the British Drum Co. at all, then you're going to want to check their website because they have launched some brand new t-shirts for you to get your hands on. And they are sweet as a nut. Sweet as a nut, as they say. Now, the only thing that I would really add that would be make it look even cooler would be a Big Rab Show logo. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Honestly, these new t-shirts by the British Drum Co. are absolute swag. And I think to use modern terminology, 
They're so brilliant. Yeah, so go and check out British Drum Co. on social media. They've uploaded photos of all the new shirts and that. And yeah, go and pick yourself up some British Drum Co. swag for this winter. Yeah, or for under the tree. Why not? Indeed. Now, also, I have to give a shout. When we're talking about giveaways and stuff, the Flux Blowpipe are giving away a blowpipe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is enter is to do all the usual Facebooky stuff. You know, follow the page, like the post, tag your mates in it, all that sort of stuff. And they're giving away one of their Flux blowpipes. Apparently, these blowpipes actually retail for about 80 quid, but they'll give you the blowpipe for free. Plus, they'll also deliver it right to your door free of charge. So, yeah, what's not to love? Go and enter their Facebook competition and you can get your hands on what is honestly a revolutionary Big Rab Show prize winner for best product of the year, the Flux Blowpipe. This thing, yeah, could be invaluable in 2021. So there you are. There's your chance. You can go and win yourself a free one. Go and check out the Flux Blowpipe on social media. And uh, yeah, go and enter their Facebook giveaway. You never know. You could end up with one completely for free. And if you do end up with one, If anything, we would love to hear from someone who may already have one of these. We want to know your opinions on them. I'm dying to find out just how good they are. You know, does it do everything that it says on the tin? Uh, We did have that interview, of course, with Robbie McIsaac in a previous episode of the podcast where we talked all about the development of the product and just how exciting it is, honestly. How revolutionary it could be for the piping world, especially in COVID times. Uh, So... Yeah, it does seem to be quite a fascinating product, but I would love to see people's own hands-on experience with this product. So if you do have it, if you know anyone who has got one, then get in contact with us. We would love to hear just your thoughts on it, what you think of it. Uh, Is it worth 80 quid? Is it worth the purchase? Do you you think it will change your plan? Do you think it will help bands in COVID time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, the maintenance of it as well, with changing the crystals and all of that. Is it a complicated affair? Is it easy? So many questions. So many questions. But if you do happen to have a flux blowpipe, then get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Okay. Now, speaking of new music that we had there from Ali Lavac, now we also have a brand new collection of tunes from John Jew. Yes. John Dew, who appeared on the show here before, and uh, we talked to him all about his composing and his involvement with Inverary, and oh, it was a fantastic interview. So, But yes, John is releasing his brand new book, which is all sorts of incredible, and I cannot wait for this. John is holding a <coughs> launch event, which will be happening on the 11th of December. That'll all be happening online on social media, of course, and we'll keep you posted on that. But for more information on the book and everything, go along now to johndrew-composition.com. You can get full information on the book and all of that. Uh, Plus, I think if you actually order it, you know, pre-launch, you actually get it at a discounted price. So it's simply called Pipe Tunes, and it's all by John Dew. You need to go and check this out, all right? This is a very exciting release, just in the mouth of the holidays. So, yeah, the launch event happening on the 11th of December, so just around the corner. And John is actually going through and announcing who will be appearing at his launch event. So all of this, of course, is all happening online over social media. Very, very exciting stuff. So there you go. I'm looking forward to this. John's brand new book launches December the 11th. And, yeah, you're going to want to tune into the event. Plus, you're going to want to pick yourself up a copy of the book as well. Awesome stuff. So congratulations to John. A very exciting project. And I'm really looking forward to it dropping. Yeah. Now, as much as I give our American friends a shout-out for uh, 
Thanksgiving and everything, I have to give a shout to our Scottish friends, of course, for St Andrew's Day. Yes, 30th of November was St Andrew's Day, and a lot of different people online were celebrating as such by blowing a few tunes on their bagpipes, of course. Indoors, outdoors, and in exotic locations in some cases. And for most, uh, we did manage to share out a good few of those, actually, on the Big Rab Show social media. So, shout out specifically to the National Piping Centre. Uh, they uploaded quite a number of performances actually to their social media. So happy St Andrew's Day to all of our Scottish friends. We hope you all had an absolutely great time. We know, we know that all the bagpipers did for sure because a lot of them were all playing. <laughs> there you go, guys. So it's great stuff. Great to see you all out playing, by the way, as well. You know, regardless of the weather conditions, get your pipes out, have a tune or two. Yeah, and yeah, happy St Andrew's Day to all of our Scottish mates. There you go. All right, we have to give a special mention this week to good friend of the show, Mr. Andrew O'Sullivan. Yes, Andrew, you legend! Because on St. Andrew's Day, he actually uploaded uh, a, a series of Strasbays in various different keys, I have to add as well. So he played these on a set of small pipes and everything, and uh, these were really, really good. Now, we shared these out, of course, on the Rab Show Facebook page, so you can go back and watch Andrew's performance Simply brilliant. Now, they were performed in the key of G, key of A, and key of D. And they were all strespays of various different sorts, including ones that he likes, plus some traditional ones as well. Just brilliant. You know, so shout out to Andrew. Uh, really enjoyable performance, mate. I wanted to give you a shout in this week's podcast because we thoroughly enjoyed it. Keep the good tunes coming, sir. And yeah, we'll continue to tune in and watch and enjoy. Fantastic stuff. Shout out to Andrew. Now, also, I have to give a shout this week to the St. Andrews College Pipe Band. St. Andrews College over this past weekend had a special prize-giving event for its school and all of its pupils. And uh, to mark the occasion at the very beginning of the prize-giving ceremony, the St. Andrews College Pipe Band put on a performance. Now, the performance has been filmed and uploaded onto YouTube. Uh, it's varying different degrees of quality, I would say. It's as good as you're going to get, I suppose, filming in an auditorium on someone's cell phone, I guess. But the band themselves sound amazing. Can I just say that listening to a live pipe band at the moment nearly draws a tear with me every time. You know, I I don't know how long it's been since I've heard a physical pipe band up close. And, uh, you know, these videos are about as close as I'm going to get, I suppose. But honestly, it just displays just what we're missing here in the UK at the moment. Uh, But yeah, shout out to St Andrews College. It was a blistering performance. So, so good. And congratulations to all the members of the band there. Put on one heck of a show. Congratulations. (laughs) Even if I'm missing bands. Now, I have to give a shout as well to someone else called Tunes in the Hoos. I don't know if you guys out there are aware of this. But you want to go and check these guys out on Facebook. Tunes in the House have been doing like weekly, almost daily shows on their Facebook Live. And they've been having various different guests in for interviews and performances and for weekly Kayleys and stuff. It's been brilliant. There's uh, there's plenty to enjoy on there for bagpiping fans. If anything, on the 29th there, uh, their featured guest was Ross Miller. Yeah. So Ross was on there, again, giving it a, you know, a bit of chat and a bit of crack, but also playing some thumping good tunes as well. So, yeah, shout out to Ross. It was really, really cool. Uh, but also the guys at Tunes to the House, or Tunes in the House, are organising something really quite special called Kaylee in the Care Home. 
Now, they've put a public call out to everyone available, if they can record a wiener tunes and stuff, that will be brought to this video project. Now, the whole idea behind this video project is that they'll, they will, will be putting together a virtual Kaylee for all residents living in care homes around the UK. Now, this will not be streamed online because, as you can imagine, trying to get a streamed online concert through to people living in a care home could be quite a difficult task. But what they're doing is they're releasing the video available either on DVD or they're going to give it in some sort of way that can be downloaded and enjoyed offline. So you don't have to have an internet connection. So, yeah, shout out to Tunes in the Hush. This is going to be all sorts of amazing. I think, you know, they have a wealth of material already on their Facebook page, but this is going to be something really quite special for those folks living in care homes all around the UK. I think at the moment they're currently concentrating in care homes in Scotland, but they do hope to reach out, I suppose, to the rest of the UK as it rolls forward. Uh, so, yes, they need your help. They're asking folks out there who are available to play a few tunes, a few Kaylee tunes, to get in contact with them. You can look at social media, of course, Tunes in the Hus. They want to hear from you. So, yeah, if you're interested in playing in this virtual Kaylee for the good folks in care homes, then why not give them a shout? And hopefully record a few tunes for them and that, that, yeah, why not, you know? It's coming up to the holidays. Why not help out with donating some tunes and a bit of performance time? Yeah. All right. Performance time. There's been one person who's been incredibly busy during the entire month of November, and that is Kyle High. Now, we mentioned him on previous episodes of the Rab Show podcast, of course, because every day... During the month of November, he's been uploading a tune a day for Movember. Yeah. Now, normally for Movember, a bloke would grow a moustache and have a Just Giving page and all the rest. But not Kyle. Oh, no, no. Kyle grew a moustache. Yes. And I actually really think he suited it. Uh, But, yeah, he's now since uh, shaved it off. (laughs) For shame, Kyle, for shame. We thought it looked brilliant. Uh, But yeah, every day he was uploading uh, a bagpipe tune with him performing it. And honestly, some of the performances on there were incredible. Uh, So shout out to Kyle. He has since completed his task, raised money for charity and has shaved off his moustache. So and is now taking a well-earned rest with playing a tune every single day. Now, for those of you interested, you can go and watch back at all 30 performances are up there now on Kyle's YouTube channel. Go and check that out. Kyle Howe. And yeah, you can thank me later. Some of the performances, man, are just amazing. So shout out to Kyle for keeping us thoroughly entertained over November. And uh, yeah, we hope everyone out there managed to donate plenty of money to a good cause. Uh, yeah, so fantastic stuff. Good effort, Kyle. Well done, man. All right. I have to, speaking of new music, there's a lot of new music this past week. I have to give a mention to Andrew Die, Bagpiper. Go on, honey boober! Woo! Now, the reason I'm giving him a shout this week is because he came up with a brand new performance, a brand new tune, a catchy two-parted hornpipe called The Contract. Now, I'm not entirely sure why it's called The Contract. It just is. Uh, but he teamed up with Angus Jones, uh, the snare drummer extraordinaire, and Andrew performed it on Practice Chander, and Angus performed on Practice Pad, and this is insane. It's so, so cool, and if anything, it has been stuck in my head since I heard this. I've just kind of been playing it on a loop. There's that, and Big Rab's 200 by Lincoln Hilton have been in my playlist. (laughs) 
<laughs> so for those interested, of course, I'm not going to bring you the audio to this week's pod, unfortunately. But um, yeah, go and check out Andrew Die Bagpiper. You won't be disappointed. We have shared it out on the Rapture Facebook page, of course. But um, yeah, it's a cracking tune. It's only a wee short two-parter. You know, so it, yeah, that doesn't last that long. But yeah, what's there is absolute gold. So shout out to Angus Jones and Andrew Die. Really enjoyed that performance, guys, of that brand new tune. Thank you so much for that. Awesome stuff. Also, I did mention in a previous episode of the podcast about the Midwest Pipe Band Association and their YouTube channel, and that they were going through and interviewing a lot of the big names from the piping world. Well, on their YouTube channel, they had Ken Eller not too long ago, but just this past week, actually, they had Jay Reed Maxwell as well. So the interview itself lasts for just over an hour, I suppose, um, but it's a cracking interview. So, yeah, if you're interested in catching up on that conversation, Go and have a listen. It's honestly a cracking interview. Um, but yeah, you can go and check out whenever Reed was on our show. Yeah, and check out his interview with ourselves on the rap show as well. <laughs> it's awesome stuff. All right. I have to give a special word of mention this week to Invercargill. The city of Invercargill pipe band this past week were involved in a bit of a street parade. This was called the Southland Santa Parade. And all five bands of the City of Invercargill organisation were playing together in a huge, big street parade. And, uh, yeah, thanks to Alistair McKenzie, he uploaded various different photos and videos of the actual parade itself of the band. And they simply sound brilliant. Now, of course, they had players from all levels, but they also had some brand new starts in there. Folks who had never lifted the, you know, the pipes or the drums before. And this was their very first outing with the band. He did make note of this on his uh, social media post to say that he was very proud of everyone in the band taking up the challenge of hitting their first parade for the very first time. And the band sounded brilliant so shout out to Invercargill the whole organization and yeah again just successfully reminding me of what we're missing here in the UK you know all of this action that's happening down under you know it's amazing it's brilliant it's really really brilliant honestly but uh it hurts man it hurts (laughs) oh it hurts So, but, you know, I'm not going to get into the vaccine and all of that because that news just broke today. Apparently, the UK approved a vaccine uh, by Pfizer or something, and they're going to start rolling it out over the next few weeks. And uh, hopefully, we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I'm not going to get into that, but things are starting to look a bit promising here in the UK. I'm not going to lie. So, I really hope we'll get back on the grass soon. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, that's for a future podcast, isn't it? Anyway. Alright, this past weekend, of course, over the course of Black Friday, a lot of different businesses and retailers in the piping world had a lot of discount offers on, and you guys could take advantage of all of them. Of course, our show sponsors, G1 Reads, had all sorts of incredible discounts on their website. I hope you guys managed to catch them all. There were so many of them, in fact, there's so many discounted items, it's difficult to list them all, Uh, but there was a load. So, yeah, if you were going to save some money and get yourself some Christmas gifts, that was the time to do it on Black Friday. I hope you managed to get yourselves all kitted out with reeds and hemp and new chanters and all sorts. Yeah, and just fill your boots on the G1 website. But also, I have to give a mention to uh, Kerr McQuillan. Did you guys see this? Yeah, Kerr McQuillan Drums on social media, has relaunched himself with a whole new branding and everything. He's got a logo and 
really, really fancy videos and everything, and man, is it good. Yeah, <laughs> I have to give a shout to Care. This is, honestly, it's fantastic to see. He uploaded a video of him performing the tune Addison Ray. The whole thing was uh, filmed by Chris Coates, and guys, it was brilliant. It looked like one of those, uh, the best way to describe it is like one of those Instagram influencer kind of videos where they're telling you to buy a product like a perfume or something hey buy this buy this aftershave it instantly makes you cool but go and check out care's video man it's it's simply brilliant to have this approach for you know pipe and snare drumming honestly i don't think's been done and care's doing it and really blazing a trail with this and it's yeah fantastic go along to kmq.bigcartel.com and you can go and check out his line of merch i think he has hats and t-shirts and things like that on offer but it's the videos for me that are the most entertaining so go and check that out care mcquillan drums or kmq drums to be exact on his new rebranding kmq drums Go and check that out on social media and his performance of Addison Ray was just blistering. Absolutely brilliant. Also, for those of you shopping online, don't forget to get your tickets for the Belfast International Tattoo. Now, the reason why I'm giving it a mention is because they have announced one of their featured artists. And this is a big deal. Now, the Belfast Tattoo proudly announced on November 27th that they will be bringing the band of the Royal Irish Regiment to the Belfast International Tattoo. Oh my God. Now, not only will they have all the usual brass and all that, you know, the full marching band, but they will also have their pipes and drums as well. So they'll be joined by the Bugles and the full marching band, of course, the full military marching band, along with the Royal Irish Regiment Pipes and Drums. Oh my God! Now, these guys are brilliant. You will want to see them in person. I Honestly, I can say it now, hand on heart, that videos don't do them justice. I have seen them in person before at previous Belfast Tattoos, and the show was insane. The quality of the music that these guys produced was without question the one of the best live performances at a tattoo i've ever seen so you will need to go and get tickets for this avoid disappointment the belfast international tattoo 2021 get your tickets for it now you can go to the sse arena box office now and get your tickets or you can go to ticketmaster.ie and get your tickets there uh, lots of different options but um yeah because we didn't have a tattoo in 2020 i know a lot of folks out there who are really missing this event Myself included, I was gutted when they had to close the gates, but obviously they did it for the right reasons. Thank you, COVID-19. But yes, the Belfast Tattoo 2021, Yeah, they've dropped quite a huge announcement on us with the appearance of the Royal Irish Regiment on there. That's going to be insane. (laughs) I can tell you now, as a piping fan, I want to be there front row. I can't wait for this. So yeah, very excited for this event. So avoid disappointment, folks. Get your tickets now. Uh, Because you know rightly everyone right now will be buying them in as Christmas gifts. And then, you know, you'll go to the website, whatever, and you'll find that it's sold out. So avoid disappointment. Grab tickets now. And you've been warned. I have told you. Go and get tickets. 
Now, speaking of tickets as well, the Kids with Cancer charity event, which is coming up on the 20th of February, we still haven't managed to announce where and when you can buy your tickets for this. But don't worry, we will get to it. Ourselves in the organising team, we are currently in the process of putting all the pieces in place for you guys to be able to purchase tickets and enjoy this event online. But we still do want you to put your date in your diary, 20th of February, This is going to be kicking off online. Now, we have already confirmed the acts, of course. It'll be Stephen McWhorter, Garth McLee, Stephen Shedden, Wally Glenholmes, Gordon Brown, Kerr McQuillan, like I just mentioned. We have Jamie Coffey as well, and Jordan Bailey. We also have, for the Pipers, Lincoln Hilton, Stuart Little, Robert Watt, Andrew Carlyle, Ashley McMichael, Ryan Couples-Mendez. We also have quite a number of band performances as well. We have the Western Australian Police Pipe Band, what? Yes, we have them. We also have Klaus Kelt as well, which we haven't heard of in, from in ages. So it'll be brilliant to see the guys at Klaus Kelt. We also have Ravara Pipe Band will be taking part. We have St. Joseph's as well. St. Joseph's! Uh, I don't know. We have the Pipers from the Matt Boyd Memorial. We have the County Armagh Drum Majors will be there as well. I think the Hassan family from Column Kill will also be getting involved. Uh, oh, Honestly... I'm not going to list all of the performances because there's too many to mention. But suffice to say, this event is going to be epic. And uh, yeah, you will need to get tickets for this. It's ticket only, I'm afraid. Uh, So for those of you who normally would have paid at the door on the night, that can't happen, obviously, because we're not actually holding it in a venue. It will be online, ticket only. And yeah, it'll all be for raising funds for the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. So get that date in your calendars, folks. The 20th of February, this is all happening. And uh, yeah, as soon as we know details on how to get tickets for this, we will let you know. Yeah, indeed. All right. Now, I wanted to give a particular mention this week to good friends of the show there at the Harris Kilt Company. For those of you interested in possibly picking yourself up some uh, Highland dress here, specifically here in Northern Ireland, I would like you to go to our friends at the Harris Kilt Company. Their Black Friday deals this past Black Friday were simply insane. They were offering 20% off some incredible outfits and brand new, you know, tartans and kilts that are exclusive to them at Harris Kilts. So, yeah, shout out to Harris Kilts. Go along, check out their website, harriskilts.com. There's still a world of stuff out there that you guys can pick up, of course, for Christmas and all sorts of wee Christmassy trinkets and stuff and decorations for your tree and whatnot. It's a lot of real cool stuff up there you can pick up. There you go. Shout out to Harris Kilts, good mates of the show. And yeah, if you would like to go and help support them, of course, go ahead. Go ahead. Visit their website and pick yourself up some goodness. There you go. All right, folks. That's pretty much it for this portion of the show. And uh, yes, you have clicked on this week's episode, of course, because of the title. And you guys know we have quite an incredible interview coming your way. But before that, I think it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. 
The stunning Axial range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. McClellan Bagpipes from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Uist in Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, and uh, yes, you've guessed it. This week, we are talking to Davy Hunter. Now, for those of you who don't know who Davy Hunter is, of course, where have you been? Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, t- we're going to talk to Davy, of course, all about his uh, exciting new release, Now It's My Turn. Uh, Davy has been involved in the bagpiping world for years, with, uh, helping with production of many, many, many tune books. We actually managed to talk after this interview, and we counted up the amount of books that Davy was involved in, in all of his time of actual production of you know tune collections and stuff, and uh, it's nearly in the hundred. It's insane the amount of books that Davy has been involved in. So I get to pick his brains, find out all about the books he was involved in, but also the all-important, his Now It's My Turn collection and his absolutely epic launch event that he had on there on social media. Now, for those interested, of course, you can go back and review the entire thing. You can go and sit and enjoy all the incredible performances. We're going to bring you some here now as we chat to the legend himself. So, yeah, let's introduce to the podcast. Without further ado... Here's Davy. So, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Davy Hunter. Davy, how are you, sir? How are you doing, Rob? It's a pleasure to be here, mate. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> it's about time we got you on the show. It seems to be a long time since we were talking uh, about your new release, and we'll talk all about that. But uh, first of all, how have you found lockdown, man? Well, I've been on furlough since April, um, and so it's just... 
at the start of it, it was it was a, it was a it was a novelty. I mean, you a time off, getting paid, and you're kind of thinking, oh, I, can, I can. There's a few things I can get, get on with. Yeah. Um, I, I started off with because um, with, with the the kind of industry kind of closing down for for musicians, I thought, you know what, I'm going to do my bit. I'm going to see use my skills and try and help some folk out. And I put it out there, look, guys, if you need any help with anything, you mm. want to do any books, like that, give me a shout. I'll do discounted rates to get you get you going. Um, I've got a couple of options. Ali Hutton actually did his very early on. Yeah. Um, and it's came out as a really good book and he was really chuffed with it. Pardon that's me. It, and so yeah. is everyone that's kind of bought it. So, so you, that's it. You've been dead busy producing books for, like seems to be everyone in the piping scene who, who's <laughs> writing at the moment. It's quite a list, yeah. you know. It, um, well, I, just, I, got, I did a count today and I've done 12 books this year. 12? And that's since... That's since February. <laughs> Twelve books. That's a lot. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It, it, that is all my books that have been signed up for this year done, as of this coming Monday. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been mental. Just kind of plodding on and getting things sorted. A lot of them were tight deadlines, hmm. um, because like the Blue Book of Contemporary Bagpipe Music we did very early on. We didn't know how long this whole kind of COVID thing was going to last and how long lockdown was going to last. So we wanted to get in, get out there and get some money back to the NHS with uh, Paul Brown. And that's what we did. And that was, I think, the turnaround for that book was about a week, week and a half. A week and a half? Wow. And then it was a week and a half and then we sent it to the printers and the printers took another week and a half. I think it was within a month of the idea starting. It had a really weird name to start off with, but we won't get into that. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> when we read it back we kind of went that's a bit insensitive we won't use that one um, so yeah <laughs> so that was that was a yeah, month turnaround from um, the idea to the books arriving with Paul there you go and folks and are it, still uh, picking it up at the moment actually yeah yeah. there's there's not very many copies available now mm. I think um, the one good thing is that Paul Paul's um, put it out at a price and all the retailers that bought it agreed to make no profit on it at all. So all 100% of the profits went to the NHS um, in Scotland. That's kind of been done and dusted. The likes of um, Guy Nemo, Scott Curry. There's a guy, a company in Germany as well that, that took some copies. They all paid full price for it. So they're making absolutely nothing on that. It's all yeah, money well, going to the NHS, which fantastic. is great to see. Yeah. It's great to see from the, the pipe of the world of a small community in, in the long run. So to see them all working together for a common goal is, is fantastic. Yeah, no, it really is. So, David, we've got some uh, listener questions and stuff around wow. notation and, you know, right, yeah. the exact proper way to write something down in black and white. Mm-hmm. And you've got a wealth of experience in this. See, whenever it comes to actually, you know, putting something down in black and white, are you really ultra strict when it comes to every grace note has to be correct? Um, I wouldn't say that they have to be correct because I was always taught that the music is only a guide. Mm. So times change and, and styles change and things like that. Mm. We did the Argyle's book. A lot of that was the same way. They, they were written out longhand and then we looked at it and went, well, actually, we don't play that anymore. We play it as, as such and such. So he amended it. Yeah. Um, the other day I was listening to your show saying about the Scots Guards book. Yeah. And I woke up and you'd say with that. Um, the Scots Guard book was a weird one because this, I don't think there was many folk involved in it. And the, 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 right at the start, it was mm. um, a publishing company that kind of took it on board and did it. 
Yeah. And I think it was one of the early kind of bagpipe books. So the whole kind of notation thing was done for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, 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 as with anything, proofing is, is the key thing. Um, when I do books, I, I generally go to Lorne McDougall for my proofing. Yeah. He does 90% of my books. If, if the customer, if the client wants it done, I'll send it to Lorne, who's not dealt with it at all. And he looks at it with a fresh pair of eyes and picks up this, that, and the other. Mm. But in the same way, notation for pipes is different to any other instrument. And it just is. the way things are done, the the, the uniformity um, is different on pipes compared to even whistle, fiddle, accordion, piano. It's, yeah. it's different. But what we find is that pipers are used to seeing a certain way and it's getting them out of their comfort zone. For example, in their, in their girls' book, I had a huge argument with um, the, the, the four proofreaders where putting, you don't have to put uh, repeat marks at the start of a tune. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Once, you, mm -hmm. once you finish the first part, you go back to the start anyway. Yeah, that's it. So there's no, you don't have to put them there. And a lot of other instruments see that and they go, well, you finish there, you go back to the top. It's, it's self-expanded. So, yeah, uh, yeah so it's, it's different to, to everyone. But the grace notes, as long as they are physically possible, I don't see it as an issue um, when, yeah. when, when, when putting it out because it is, it's only a guide. That's it. I think that's 100% what people should pay attention to. It's just a guide. And you, you inject your own personality into the music oh, yeah. as well, you know. If it wasn't for um, rounding out like dot and cut reels, you wouldn't yeah. have medleys. If you look at uh, medleys in general, they didn't start until I think it was the, the 50s or the 60s, the first kind of medley competition in grade one. Yeah. And most of them were playing like dot and cut reels round there and putting know. harmonies in it and things like that. It's just, it's... <laughs> Everyone's going to play things differently. Everyone's going to write things differently. I can guarantee if you put four folk in a, in a room and ask them to write Scott and the Brave, they're going to write it slightly differently. <laughs> I mean, not everyone's yeah. going to put the, the same grace notes in. They're not going to do it as per the Scots Guards book. It's going to be different regardless. That's it. And that's amazing. what kind of opens up to um, poetic license and kind of working with your own arrangements. Yeah. Um, and it's, 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 it's kind of a given, really. You know what I mean? That's it. And it makes our piping world a very interesting one, that's for sure. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, David, you've been heavily involved in production of all of these books throughout the year, but one I want to talk to you about is this one. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, it's yes. my turn, and I'm sure you're all sorts of chuffed, mate, to finally release this. Um, yes. What's it like to have your name on the bottom of this? It's, it's, it is surreal. Um, it's been a project going on and on for a few years now. Um, and lockdown has been a kind of a, a good help with that because I've managed to gather my tunes, finish off tunes, and kind of just meet, put it all in one place. And with the with some of the books kind of that I've done, asking for my own tunes to be added, like the Turaku and the Blue Book, it got my tunes out there to start off with some of the some of the reels and things like that. And I thought, you know what, mm -hmm. I'm going to risk this, and that's a it's a risk. It's a risk for an unknown composer to put stuff out there. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was interesting. But I'd, over the past few, I think twenty fifteen was when I first started looking at it um, as an option. That and actually an EP at one point, which mm. is where some of the tracks that were used on the launch video. That's where some of them came from. Um, but that never ever happened. And it's, it's 
I said again, it's, it's always a risk. You don't want to want to put a load of money in it to maybe kind of yeah, lose money. That's so. it indeed. Yeah, but I have to say, the launch video, just now that you mention it, was incredible. <laughs> uh, so well done and congratulations on that. Thanks very much. So I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have um, a few contacts that I could kind of call in. Um, yeah. A few of them actually, I'm, I'm still waiting on a few videos to come in. Oh, still? Um, so there, may, oh. there may be a, a second launch video Ooh. of stuff being done, yeah. Brilliant, um, yeah. <laughs> a lot of folk are really interested, but then got bogged down with their own projects. So we're hoping probably by the end of the year, we should have another kind of half hour video or so. Oh, fantastic. To entertain the folks, so it'll be good. Oh, I can't wait for that. You'll have to let us know about that, David. Oh, well, sure. yeah, will so do, will do. Can I just say that the one that caught my attention at the very beginning is one of the tracks that you sent us here in the Rab Show very early on uh, was mm-hmm. Broken Road. Yeah. yeah. And that's just like really early in development. And we're like, oh, this is going to be special. So can you tell yeah. us about Broken Road? Where did that come from? Um, Broken Road was recorded during a studio session with a Celtic rock band I played with. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Amber Road. And that was back 2013, I think it was. Um, just after we were lucky enough to um, win when the, the how's the word this when the chance or get mm-hmm. the chance to open up the tiny music festival in 2013 oh, yeah um with the boys from so we were opening the main stage for that night was capper kelly was the headliners wow. so man ran and capper kelly yeah um this the funny thing is when we did the gig at three o'clock in the afternoon on a saturday there was nobody there <laughs> there was no, there was nobody watching us whatsoever. Oh. But we 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 did a forty minute set, just kind of rocked out. It was great fun. <laughs> and then one of the other bands had a, a medical emergency, had to leave Tyree, so they had a slot on the Sunday that needed filled. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was, I think it was Martin came up to us and goes, "Look, guys, you had a cracking set yesterday. Do you fancy doing another one in the tent tomorrow?" And we, well, we're here anyway. We're not going till Monday, so there we might go. as well. <laughs> the, the tent was packed from front to back. Oh. I feel sorry for the band that was on the main stage because nobody was there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we played and we had, well, the, the strange thing was we had Nori McKeever was standing at the back of the, at the, the tent watching our gig as well. Nori's a good oh, friend of mine. Wow, and yeah. It's, yeah, it was bizarre being at that site playing yeah. for the crowd. <laughs> So yeah, Amber Road, and then it, the band kind of fell apart. Um, at that point, there was no name to the tune, but the band kind of fell apart, and uh, I still had the original studio record. That's an unfinished studio recording that I put out. It's not mixed properly. It's not done anything. Hmm. And I thought, you know what, the Broken Road is probably a good idea because it kind of ended ended badly, but um, we've all kind of went our own ways now. But yeah, it was that's why the Broken Road, um, and we did a lot of we did a lot of gigs. There was times that we did gigs up in, in up in Sky and then I'd be working the next morning. So we'd be driving up to Sky straight after work, doing the gig and turning back down the road. Oh, like yeah. which is fr- from from Dundee's about four hours, four and a half hours. Oh, that's no joke. So, yeah, so you're you're <laughs> jumping in a car, driving up, doing the gig, jumping back in the car. Lucky enough the guys would drive me back for some nights and I'd cover the gigs where I was working weekends and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was not great for for Crazy. your life anyway. There you go. Yeah. 
So I, th- I think we should actually play a little clip of Broken Road now, just, just so folk know what we're talking about. So have that picture in your mind then with Davey, like four hours worth of a drive in front of him. <laughs> yeah. So here's a bit of Broken Road. is stuck in my brain I don't know I keep whistling it all the time is that, does that happen to you with your, even with your own compositions it, it does sometimes yeah there's, there's a few that get stuck in my head um, but in the same way there's, there's, there's tunes that I the whole reason behind the, the launch video was most of the tunes that I've written I don't play myself oh, there's, a, yeah. hand, there's yeah. a handful that I play myself and I could, I could probably sit there and relearn them and things like that but a lot of them, it's melodies that I've kind of worked out and thought, oh, that's a great melody, I've written it down, mm-hmm. give it somebody else, and they've played it, and they're like, oh, it's great, and that's like, okay, that's a keeper, that's fine. Yeah. And then there's stuff like um, like Broken Road, right? Um, Paul Campbell's The Little Pit Lessie, Piper and Plaster, things like that, that I play mm-hmm. at the folk session regularly. Um, and that's the ones I play normally, and that's what I get used to. Yeah. So that's why I'd, that's why I went down the road of getting other people to play my stuff, because it's for me to learn everything and play for a solid hour is not only boring for me, but boring for those watching as well. Yeah. That's it. So you kind of mix it up with other, other yeah. folks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, mentioned, exactly. you mentioned the tune there, the Piper and Plaster. Yeah. Now, there's quite a story <laughs> behind this, I believe, Debbie. Do you want to tell us about this tune and where it came from? So when I first started competing with the RAF Lucas Pipe Band, which it was at the time, now RAF Scotland in grade four, mm-hmm. um, we had a brother and sister who played in the band, Haley and Warren. And Warren decided to, um, I, can't remember, I can't remember exactly what he did. I think it was mountain biking or something like that. He went mountain biking the week before the Scottish Championships oh, no. and turned up at Dumbarton with a broken thumb. And you're like, oh, yeah, no. you're not playing. <laughs> Nightmare. So that's, that's, where the piper, that's where the piper and plaster comes from. So there literally was uh, a piper yeah. and plaster. <laughs> yeah, there was. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Oh, God. That, yeah. that has to be every piper's nightmare. Like, deadly. So also... There, we, had another, we, had, yeah, 
Sorry, I was going to say, there was another tune as part of your video launch event that we'll have to play mm-hmm. another clip of this. This is possibly one of the most requested ones when we're playing your tunes on the Rab Show. It's Miss Emily. It seems to be yeah. such a medley that just sticks with people. Can you tell us about this one? Miss Emily, it was written for my niece, um, Emily. She is five on Hogmanay. Oh, and it was her yeah. first, I think it was her first birthday. I had this, I think it was actually the, it was the Christmas of her first birthday. Um, I picked up, it's a B-flat whistling playing, which which is why it's kind of, it's strange mm. into the ear. Um, I picked up the whistle, and I, kind of, I played this, this kind of melody, and I'm like, I really like that. And I worked on it and worked on it, and it was only after she turned one and decided to call it Miss Emily. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, it's, 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 um, it's strange how these things come about. You just kind of get something and you work on it and work on it. And you, I, play, I played it in the session and things like that. And mm. folk are joining in on fiddle and guitar. And you're like, this is, this is working. It's, it's got something there. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's, it's one it's, of those tunes for sure. Yeah. yeah. It really yeah. is. Every, everyone, that, everyone that hears it kind of thinks oh, it's a great melody. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. So I think, again, we should probably play another clip of this one. This is a cracker. Here's Miss Emily.
So for those of you watching this on the YouTube channel, you've got to have seen all those amazing like visuals and stuff. Uh, can you tell us where that was filmed, David? Um, the video for Broken Road was filmed in Iceland. Oh, wow. Um, a year past March. I went there with my now fiancé um, hmm. for, for, for a long weekend, and that's actually where I proposed to her. And oh, we, this, <laughs> the, the video was shot um, from the side of the bus. We were doing a tour. It's shot on time lapse mm-hmm. and then slowed down. So that's oh, how you get that kind of that it's not as many yeah. yeah. And so that was that one. And that's and the um Miss Emily, if I remember rightly, that was filmed at Dunark uh, not Dunark Castle. Yeah, Dunark Castle in Stonehaven. Ah there. And that's that's the beach down there. And then the other one that I did was in the three four marches, they were done at a place called the Hermitage up by Dunkeld. Ah, right, and yeah. To be, to be honest with you, it was all kind of stock video that I had. I got given a gimbal for my birthday and I just kind of went around doing <laughs> doing video. And when I was putting the, the, the launch together, I thought, what can I, what can I use? What have I got on my computer? And I just kind of threw bits and pieces in. So, go. yeah, it's, it turned out quite well. It did. It is fantastic, yeah. And it really suits that tune too, Miss Emily, you know, because mm. it's a kind of haunting and you can see the mm. waves crashing in. It's beautiful, it really is. Uh, so we have a few questions then for you with tunes that are in this book of yours, Davey. Uh, can I ask you about the story behind Mickey's Dash? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds quite entertaining, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mickey's Olympic Dash. 2000 <laughs> and, what year in it? 2019, we went to, the bike band went to Sydney, Australia, for the tattoo, mm-hmm. and that was held in the what they now call the ANZ Stadium, which was the Olympic Stadium back in two thousand. Mm-hmm. So the last night, the last show, and we're sitting. We've done it. We've done our own bit at the start yeah. of the show. This, so we're sitting, kind of, kind of relaxing, thinking, okay, well, we're listening out for the the queue. I think I want to say the queue was top secret. When we heard top secret, we know we'd start getting ready for the finale. Yeah. And we're all sitting in our little holding area. And all of a sudden, our drum major, Alistair Pether, runs past. <laughs> and we're like, where's he going? <laughs> and it's not until we realize that there's a trail of blood following him. No. And we're like, okay. So anyway, I won't get into the details. Yeah. Oh, God. We get down, we get down, we get down to the, 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 kind of the, the, the entry point for the finale. And we're listening to the queue and we're like, okay, Alistair's not going to make this. Hmm. Oh, right, okay, oh no. So, Mickey Powell, who is drum major of, another drum major of the band, he's um, ex-London Scottish. Mm-hmm. He's one of the tenor drummers on the trip. And it just got to the point, it's like, okay, I'll go and grab, I'll go grab the mace. So he runs back up to the holding area, which is a good, it's, we're at the bottom of the stadium, and the holding area is at the top end. So he's got to run all the way around. Full length of the stadium. Yeah. Full length of the stadium. Grabs the mace. Comes round. Goes out the... Down the stairs. Realises he's not in the right place. And thinking, oh, he's thinking no. to himself, I could go down here. I can go down here and just kind of run across. And it's like, no, I can't do that. So he went back up and round. And he was literally seven <laughs> seconds before we marched on. He was back in the position and going on. <laughs> So yeah, wow. Mickey's Olympic Dash came from that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. That's it's incredible. interesting to think back. That was that was October last year, back when we could travel. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, and if anything, that's one of these things about you know you're dedicating tunes to moments in your life, and you know mm. to people, to places. 
and to really entertaining stories like that. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. I have to ask about Roscoe. Roscoe, the Roscoe. the chanter bandit. You, you yeah. left quite a cutting note in your uh, in your book. You said, you know, don't leave a chanter laying around. Um, what's the story here with Roscoe? <laughs> so that's Ross Ainsley. Oh, I Ross. <laughs> I don't know if he knows it, but it's, it's Ross Ainsley. So when we did the first Gordon Duncan concert, which would have been 2007, 2006, yeah, um, yeah. it was early on, so it was B-flat chanters weren't kicking about. Mm. Pardon me. Yeah. I had a, I had a McCallum B-flat chanter at the time, and Ross borrowed it. Um, I think it was three years he had it for. Three <laughs> So Ross, uh, Ross, I really need my chanter back, please. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, that's Ross to the chanter bandit. Oh God, there you go. So yeah, if Ross is listening to the show, Davey needs his chanter back. Brilliant stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's another tune that was recorded by Bagpiper Scott Garden uh, on your mm. launch event as well, which yeah. was an absolute thumper. Um, he was playing along with a guitar player. Do you want to tell us about this tune, Davey? Yeah, so that's actually a set of three tunes. Um, if I remember rightly, it's a set of reels. The mm. first one is Paul Campbell's Infamous Strings. Paul's a guitarist that plays with us in the session in Bright Ferry in Dundee. Yeah. He's also currently studying the trad course on um, a newest. He's nice. in his, yeah. I think he's in his late 40s, early 50s, but he just wanted to do it. So he went and he's moved to, moved to, um, Balahulish and just doing that for the sake of it. Go, but yeah. he plays it. He plays in a really strange tuning. It's dad, dad. So it's D A D D A D rather than standard tuning or dad, dad. So it's all oh, open right. D. Yeah, yeah. So it's not uncommon for him to break a string during a set of reels, especially the ones in D. <laughs> so that's where Paul Campbell's infamous strings come from. The second tune is um, the half cut tenors, I think. Yeah, oh. I think it's called the half the half cut. Yeah, I it's remember reading about this. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's beer ten plus tenor drummers equals half cut tenor drummers. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's as simple as that. It's it's kind of a given when you go to a competition. But that was written after we did um, what was a Guruk, the Europeans at Guruk in yes. two thousand and nine, um, where it was really strange because we were standing there at the, on the on the. Um, the March past, and we're a grade four A band, and it's very rare for us to kind of hear our name called out. You know, what I mean? it's just one of these things. We we go there, we do our best, and if we're lucky, we're lucky. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's um, and uh, what's it in fifth place? Uh, RAF Lookers. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> did, they, did they really say us? <laughs> You're like, and it's not as if you can say, can you say that again for me, please? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, we, we got, that was our, that's the first time the band had ever got a point at a major championship in all its time. There you go. So, that was, so that's what happened after the half cut tenors. We ended up in the Tesco and Greenock getting a carry out. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Fantastic. And then the final tune is um, Dex's Midnight Runner. Dex, um, she's a, a piper in the band. Dex is not a real name, Dex is her, is her dog's name. But when she joined the band, her Facebook name was Dexter, um, um, Dexter Pascal. So we called her Dex, and okay. then realised that her name's actually Audrey. Oh. So, um, but, she, but, but Dex is stuck. Yeah. And she's 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 not long past her driving test. She would turn and she'd take her partner's um, van out to one of the gigs, but the front headlights weren't working. 
Uh-oh. And we're we're kind of looking we're kind of looking at our cl- at our watches, thinking, you know, this this might be a late gig. You know, I mean, we're doing a, a beat the retreat, and it's like it might get dark, mm. and uh, we're getting a bit concerned. So just just put your full beam on; it'll be fine. You'll you'll get away with it. It's fine. <laughs> Luckily, we got on and off very quickly, and she managed to get home before before it got dark. But yeah, that's Dex's midnight runner. Midnight runner. There you go. That's brilliant. You know, we're hearing all these stories, and folks, I have to say, you'll get all of these in the book, along with all of the tunes and everything. But let's hear this tune from Scott Garden and that. It's simply incredible.
David, you can't help but not tap your foot along to that one. That one has to be, honestly, my favourite. I do love that tune. It's a great yeah. set by Scott. Uh, so, yeah, if folks are wanting to get a hold of your book, then where can they go to grab this? At the moment, you can only get it from myself or from my website, which is davidahunter.co.uk. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a, a discount for all the Grab fans. Oh, um, wow. So yeah. I'll... Um, so it's Friends of Big Grab in capital letters, and you'll get £4 off, which will bring it to the £10 mark. There you go. So, oh, that's amazing, be, Davey. Thank you. So, yeah. yeah. Without the support you're giving me, Rab, it's, it's the least I can do for the folks that are listening. So. Ah, there you are. So, folks, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you can save money just by entering that code. Fantastic stuff. So, Davey, there's one more that I have to ask you about, and mm. it's the one that finishes the book. It's called The Missing Piece, and it's a whole suite... Yes. It's a huge piece of music, but it's epic at the same time. Do you want yeah. to tell us about the creation of this? The missing piece started off. It was it was must be about two thousand and ten, when I was um, in in Basel in Switzerland for the tattoo. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to um, Graham Peters, who's um, Alba Rhythm, mm-hmm. and we were kind of just busking in the Caspar, and he was playing drums, and I was playing along. And he says, "Oh, it'd be great to do it. To get, to get a suite." I think at the time he was doing a music course, and mm-hmm. the first bit, the 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 kind of the basic melody line kind of started then, mm-hmm. and it was only when looking at the book, thinking, you know what, I could do with finishing this and getting it sorted and putting it in, that it, it kind of kind of finished, and it was well, it's, yeah. it's never actually finished, but it's kind of it came to a point where I'm like, you know, I'm happy with this at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough at the time I was um, speaking to John Jew, and kind of said, look, can you give me a bit of, a, not assistance, but kind of a, what your thoughts are with, with this, because yeah. you've been writing all the kind of orchestral stuff and suites. So I sent it on to him and he says, there's, there's something missing um, between the reel and the jig. It's just, it's, it's a very straight kind of changeover. Yeah. Maybe look at something there. So that's where the, the bridge between the reel and the jig, because most suites nowadays, they seem to be slow air and reels and it's kind of yeah. kind, that's the kind of structure that most mm-hmm. of them kind of fall through um, which is not a bad thing but it just it's very very samey unless you've got a really good melody line it's very samey yeah. so having yeah. the the slow air into the reel into the jig I thought was a bit different um, it is for sure yeah and it, and it was always the, the name The Missing Piece was just kind of a, a play on play on words and if you if you obviously in the book you can see that the the missing piece is there on the back yep. find it um, so yeah <laughs> I was literally just a play on words because um, I couldn't think of anything else to call it at the time there you go but hey, it's a good enough reason and honestly yeah. folks if you want to see all of these stories they're entertaining in themselves even if you can't read the music but uh, honestly for folks out there that's looking for new music I think Davey I have to say a huge thank you from all of us in the piping world for all of your hard work this year it's, it's <laughs> been incredible the amount of new music out there now is through no small part for yourself so thank you for all of that it's incredible and also now it's my turn it's available now and you have to go and grab it because as you've just heard those last few clips that we've played yeah some amazing music on this collection so Davey congratulations on your collection and I wish you Thanks well much, Thank you much. And there you have it. Davey Hunter there. Thank you, Davey, so much for taking time to chat to us, man, honestly. And like I said, you can go now and pick up a copy of this. And uh, 
you will not be disappointed. There's some blistering tunes in here that everyone will want to play, you know, be it in Celtic and folk music or even in bands in general too. Serious amount of music in there for everyone to enjoy. So there you go. Davey, uh, thank you so much. And for those of you uh, who are interested and who are subscribed, you can go to our YouTube channel where the video from this interview and previous interviews on the Rab Show podcast, we will be bringing them to our, our YouTube channel. Yeah, so if you are interested and would like to check them out, go and have a look at the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Uh, the interview with Davy Hunter will be up there hopefully in the coming days. So if you're subscribed, you will not miss it. There you go. All right, folks. That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Another one is in the can. Thank you, everyone, so much for downloading this week. Honestly, each and every click means the world to us. And, uh, yeah, also your continued support over there on Patreon uh, really does mean the world to us, especially during these difficult times of COVID-19 and pandemic and all the craziness. Yeah, if you can help support your favorite podcast, then go ahead, be part of the Patreon faithful, and you will be rewarded with tons of extra pipe and goodness. But however, if you don't, and times are hard, and let's face it, it is hard for everyone at the moment, then don't worry. We will be here each and every week, of course, tuning out the... Or, churning out the piping goodness <laughs> each and every week with our two-hour live radio show on Fuse FM Balamoney and our weekly podcast, Where Else Would You Be? Hey, talking about piping and drumming every single week. It's what we know and love. And uh, yeah, will we have it any other way? Nah, 200 episodes plus. There's no sign of us stopping, that's for sure. So with that being said, we will see you all again on next week's Big Rab Show podcast. Don't forget to get in contact with us, of course. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And don't forget to send us your weekly drones. Yeah, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Yeah, if you have something on your mind, then why not share it with the rest of the piping world? Hmm, food for thought. With that in mind, I will see you all next week, folks. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Exhibit C, the belt he's flossing is killing. Ten ought to do it, don't you think? You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Ah, yes. An episode of Rab Show Plus, you say? <laughs> Do you know, it's been a while since I've had opportunity to sit down and talk to you guys here on Patreon. But um, I figured I would take this moment to take the opportunity to talk to you. How are you all here on Patreon? I have to say a massive, massive thank you.